Back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Welcome back to another episode of The Rant. Today is Saturday, February 20th, and boy do we have a lot of stuff to talk about. So we're going to we're gonna dive into the old association today, and it's been about a week since, we, since we've talked about the NBA last, but again, a lot has happened. A lot of monster performances over the last week around the league, um, records broken, comebacks, beef, etc., etc. We're going to talk about a bunch of it today. Uh, we'll start, we'll go chronologically. We'll start at the the beginning of last weekend, right after we had we our last... Left off, yeah. Yeah, right after our, our last NBA podcast. So, let's talk about Luka Doncic. Uh, he had 118 points in a three-game span that broke a Mavs record. Uh, I assume, a record. Yeah, I'm going I'm <laughs> to go out on a limb and say it was probably held by uh, Dirk Nowitzki. But, uh, I mean, Luka's balling out. The Mavs, not so much, which is a shame. Uh, he is carrying them to whatever little success they have. I mean, w- w- we will potentially talk about this later. I mean, he's an all-star starter, so that tells you what you know you need to know about his performance. But the, Mavs and the fact that general, people are debating it is ridiculous. The 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 Mavs are not picking up the slack. You know, no, the, the rest of the team. Um, not really a whole lot more to say about that, other than you know, Luka Doncic, his stats speak for themselves. He's balling out. It, and, and and that record was going to get broken at some point, and obviously by him. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, he he the kid puts up numbers. Yeah, uh, and the, the crazy thing is they're almost five hundred with the with their supporting cast being this bad. That well, says yeah, so much bad. about because I don't think their supporting cast on paper is that bad. They're just no, playing. They're just badly. playing badly. Yeah. Uh, another big n- news coming out of the NBA last week: Anthony Davis re-injured his calf. So he's going to be yeah, out. They say that he's, they're going to be cautious and he's going to be out four weeks. That's, I mean, that's a huge loss for the Lakers. They, I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's worth it to just have him for oh, the playoffs Oh, absolutely, point, absolutely. Because right? you know, I mean, you know you're making the playoffs, right? That's not and it doesn't really matter what seed you point, are at that point. Right. And, uh, but, I mean, we'll talk about it later. There Already there are some concerns with Anthony Davis-less Lakers. Um you know, they got blown out just a couple nights ago. Uh, last week, Julius Randle, 44-9-5 in a win versus the Hawks. Let's talk about Julius Randle for a second. Because, yeah, he's playing crazy. I mean, dude. he – I don't think he will win the MVP. Because <laughs> no, because Knicks are bad. Yeah, they're, they're a seven seed right now in the East, so I don't think that's, you know, MVP conversation yet. But the stats he's putting up are just ridiculous. Um, he's being very efficient, which is... 23 points, 11 impressive. boards, 5.5 assists a game, right? And he's shooting 48 and 41% from the field goal and from three, respectively. I mean, he's putting up absolutely monster numbers. He's an all-star in my mind. He's obviously not a starter. Uh, you know, those just came out. He's not a starter. But he should be one of the first three people. Yeah. Front, front court in the East is just so loaded that... It's not even so loaded statistics. It's so loaded off like name recognition, right? I mean, mm-hmm. just Giannis, Durant, and uh, and Embiid take up the three slots right there, and, and you really need to have something special in order to take something away yeah, from them but, just but, off of their name recognition. But he should, but Julius Randle's in the conversation of people that we really need to have a serious conversation about this 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 season yeah. because they are oh, putting yeah. up ridiculous numbers, and I don't think they're getting the uh, the recognition that they deserve. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, He's... I think everybody just has treated the Knicks as a meme for so long that well, and Julius they're not Randall ready as well to accept. because he yeah. was on those kind of joke Lakers teams for a few years, right? And, and then the joke Pelican teams. <laughs> yeah, but he, I mean, he's like putting up ridiculous stats. Um, yeah. And the Knicks are winning games, right? At least for the Knicks standards. So yeah, uh, John Wall, Bradley Beal play their first game against each other. Uh, Rockets and Wizards face off. The uh, Beal obviously put up. More numbers, but the Rockets did win that game, if I'm not mistaken. Wall at 29, yeah, Beal at 37. It seemed like there was yeah, no bad blood between the two of them, which, I mean, I, no. guess, I guess that's good. I mean, all reports were that 
off the court, they were actually friends. It was just like they couldn't make it work on the court, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I guess that's kind of sad for for them, but sometimes it just happens, right? You, you Just because you love a dude off the court doesn't necessarily mean it works basketball-wise. And I think that... I, I think it was more of a... The organization just realized, hey, this pairing isn't really going to work for us. I mean, hey, they're worse now than they were with John Wall and Beal together, but, you know. Although, hey, let's talk about the Wizards. They have, they have they ripped have off four straight. straight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, are they getting hot? Is this the run we were talking about? I don't know. I mean, not. as much as we liked to joke about them, right? Because I'm looking at where they're sitting in the standings now. I don't think any of us thought that they were worse than the Cavs and the no, Pistons, no, right? No. I mean... And I said this, and, and I think you even said it too at the beginning of the season. It's like, yeah, they'll probably have a slow start, but at, at some point they'll have a run where they figure it out, they win a couple games, and they like get closer to 500. Are they going to be a playoff team? No. Probably not. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're going to be like probably losing record, but close-ish to 500. I mean, Hey, man, they're only three games out of the playoffs. What are you talking about? They Which is a, wild to they think had, about. They had an absolutely monster night from uh, Davis Bertans the other night versus the Nuggets, and they won... He had nine threes and 35 points. <laughs> he's an underrated player, dude. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's, he was in three-point contest a couple years ago. He's, he's such a good shooter. He is a absolute splash from outside. Yeah, they're re- they're really... Latvian, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're really regretting uh, giving Otto Porter all that money and then having to trade him. giving a few people some money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, you know, fair enough. Speaking of winning a bunch of games, Jazz... Uh, they won nine straight. They just had their streak broken last night against the Clippers, but uh, they're still twenty-four and six. <laughs> last week they had the game against the Sixers, where Simmons went for forty-two without Embiid, which is hilarious because everyone's everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, Ben Simmons is an offensive genius." You know, he's he's turning the corner. No, he's not. He's not. He no. still can't shoot. <laughs> uh, Clarkson had forty in that game, but the Jazz continue to be the hottest team in the NBA. Donovan Mitchell. I think probably could have easily gotten a starting nod. Him and Damian, Damian Lillard were probably the two like starter snubs, I think, from the we- the Western yeah. Conference. Uh, I mean, it's hard to it's make just a, a case. It's just again, yeah, because it, it's Curry it, and Doncic. It's, it's right? hard to make a case against the people that were starters, right? Because Steph is having an absurd year, and he also has the name value, right? Same with Luka. And it's tough for a guy like Donovan Mitchell because he's having, you know, equally as good a year. And he's on the Jazz. Which and the, like... But the thing is, like, his yeah, his team's doing better, so it's... It's it's a tough argument to make, but Donovan Mitchell also has just been playing out of his mind. The Jazz are red hot. Gobert had twenty three and twenty against the Clippers last week, which is just a silly stat line. Oh, and I also let's talk about this because you brought it up to me uh, off air. Some arguments that oh I don't want to see Gobert in an All Star game because I don't want to see him set picks. It's like oh yeah, that was the dumbest thing I have ever seen on the internet. It's like first of all, did you watch the All Star game last year? Yeah, when he, he just... posterized like five people. Let's not act like he is only setting screens in the All Star game. Everyone sets screens in the All Star game. You want to know what else everybody else everybody does in the All Star game? Dumb, Dumb. people. Like, I don't understand all this this. Rudy Gobert hated No, but like this narrative that like there are certain players that all they do is set screens. Like, are, do you watch basketball? Like, just look at his stats. He does more than set screens. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's not. I don't think people appreciate how hard it is to get twenty rebounds in an NBA basketball game. Yeah, even if that's all you do, if you score four points a game, but get twenty boards, that is not easy. That is no. That's that insane. takes an insane level of skill. Yeah. It's just like this narrative is oh well he's boring so I don't want to see him in the All Star game. It's like first also of all, like no. what kind of an argument is that? Like that but, has got to be but, the dumbest argument. But ever. first of all, that's just not true. Yeah, it's also just that's dumb. just that's just the case. Also, you don't want to see somebody's shot get put into the sixth row. Like I want to see that. Come on. <laughs> it's just like it, people clearly don't watch also, the games and they. Just why go, were the Clippers like not starting any of their good players in that game? I mean, I mean, they lost by like twenty, but they were know. starting Marcus Morris, Jackson, Ibaka, Lou Williams, and Patrick Beverly. I don't know. I don't know. Load management. Load management. Yeah, I here. guess. I mean, they're still twenty-one and nine, so who cares? But. The Clippers are fine. The Clippers yeah. are fine for now. Uh, D'Angelo, D'Angelo Russell said, "Nah, I'm not playing with this team." So he's gonna get surgery in his knee, miss a bunch of time. Smart for him, honestly. <laughs> I mean, there's no sense in. There's no better time playing. to get surgery. There's, yeah, there's no sense of playing meaningless games for a team that's destined for the lottery 
Uh, I still have no idea why they're so bad. This but, will be hey, the confounding mystery of the season. But hey, season. Anthony Edwards just had Dunk of the Year last night, so that was kind of sick. Yuta that Watanabe cool. tried to say it was a push-off. No. Uh, might want to hang it up because your career... I mean, you will always be the guy that Anthony Edwards obliterated. Yeah. So, uh, hey, nice career, Utah. But <laughs> You're it's, done, over. it's over now. Um, Timberwolves are terrible. No need to talk about them I, more. Yeah, I still don't know why. Uh, let's talk about Draymond Green's comments. Oh yes, double okay. standards I because because I actually I can I can't agree more. Yeah, and and I again I'm gonna come at this as as someone who like is an athlete for a living. Granted, I don't make as much money as Andre no. Drummond and Draymond Green. No, but I think that was probably assumed. Yes, uh, <laughs> I can I can promise you that I don't. Um, but. It's, it's, it's very true, right? Because you're basically, you're saying, oh, we're doing it so that he doesn't get injured and, and destroy his own trade value and because we want to give minutes to other players. And it's like, yes, okay, but you still want him to stay in playing shape, right? And the new team would want him to stay in playing shape too. And you know how you stay in playing shape? By playing games. Even if you're just forgetting the whole like disrespect av- like angle to this, right? Which is like, oh, you know, you're basically telling a guy to sit in civilian clothes and, you know, be on the sideline, which it's like, okay, if you're just not going to play him, just let him go home, right? I mean, like, why does it matter, right? And so even if you just ignore that, just from a purely, let's say, like, cold calculating perspective, like, I can tell you, practice is all well and good, right? You can stay in physically great shape. There is no substitute for playing competitive games. And whatever new team is going to sign you, they want you to be in the shape of you've been playing but games. But also, I don't understand it because guess what? If you the 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 example that Draymond used was Andre Drummond in Cleveland, right? They're sitting in because yeah. they wanted they want to transition to Jared Allen as their you know young full time center, which I get. That's fine. That's but true. But here's the thing: still. if you play Andre Drummond, guess what? You're still losing games, so it doesn't matter. And if you play him, Andre Drummond's going to put up pretty consistent stats every night. That's the, the best way to increase a trade value is it's to have a that. guy put up numbers, right, and and produce. If you got a guy that's sitting on the bench that's not playing, no one's going to be like, hmm, yeah, let's just go get a guy that's been sitting the last four games for, for no reason at all other than the organization's like, eh, well, we don't really want to play him because we want to move on. It's like, I, it just well, doesn't make sense. It's also, it's also, maybe you're saying, okay, we want Jared Allen to be the starter. He's going to play, you know, 30, 35 minutes a game. You're playing JaVale McGee 15 minutes a night. <laughs> I'm not yeah. trying to be disrespectful to JaVale McGee, but uh, you're not Andre Drummond. No, 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 no. Right? And so, at least, and you can argue, okay, is it more disrespectful to just play, you know, Andre Drummond 15 minutes a game or to just not play him? But I'm sure Andre Drummond would be like, well, I at least would rather play, so at least I can stay, you know, fresh. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, I know this won't happen, right, because the NBA is kind of soft and... You know, nobody's going to go on Twitter and say this. Maybe Mark Cuban will because he's like the one guy psycho enough to do it. If I was the other teams, right, who are interested in him, I would demand that he play. Because I'm not trying to get a guy who hasn't played in a month. Yeah. Because then it's going to take him a week and a half just to figure out, you know, how to do it again. And that's not a knock on Drummond. That's anybody would do that. Yeah. And the other thing is like, if I'm a player... You can't say anything because if you say something, then the narrative gets completely flipped around on you. Oh, it's just so dumb. As being, uh, you know, you want to get out of there. You're desperate to get out of there. You're disruptive in the locker room. You're a locker room cancer. Then that narrative gets put out there. And then that, you know, that's a whole mess in and of itself. And and let's talk about that. Everybody's like, oh, they're making, you know, millions of dollars or whatever. Like, they should shut up. Okay. Most of these guys would play for free. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. Most of these guys would play for free. I can tell you because you know what? All the dudes, all the dudes in the Olympics who, who play sports that don't pay millions of dollars a year, those guys still train just as hard, if not harder, because they like what they're doing. These guys who play in the NBA, those guys didn't know that they were going to make the NBA when they were six or 10 years old whenever they started playing basketball. Those guys just like playing basketball. It's not about the money for them. The money is a separate, cons- yes, it's obviously a nice to have. It's nice. To be, con- uh, to be compensated very well for what you like to do. And the other thing is like, oh, they should just shut up because they you know make a lot of money. Okay, you don't think 
if on on Wall Street, if you're the best trader in your firm, mm -hmm. you can't go to the CEO and be like, hey, this is gonna how we're gonna do things because if not, I'm gonna go to your competitor. Absolutely, you can do that. If you're the best doctor in your hospital, you don't think you can go to the director of the hospital and be like, hey, we're gonna make some changes around here, otherwise I'm gonna go down the street to the next hospital. If you are good at what you do and you consistently bring value, you have leverage, even if you're an employee. Everybody's like, oh, well, I can't do that at my job flipping burgers. Yes, because you are replaceable. Okay, the best doctor in the hospital, the best trader at a Wall Street firm or the best athlete on a team is not replaceable mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, people, people are fans of the teams. But if the teams aren't good, they lose fandom. And how do you get your team good by having good players? So if you don't have good players, it's been proven. Why do you think nobody goes to Orlando Magic games? Because they suck. It's so stupid. The double standard is, is absurd. I've, I've been holding that in all week. I think I told you this. I've been holding this in all week. <laughs> Right, because it's just it's just Improper. absurd. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. I don't think there's anything else anything else yeah. to say about it. Uh, Mic drop. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's move on. Uh, back back to some uh, some f signing that was uh, oh this was a good fairly, signing fairly actually. noteworthy uh, in the NBA. Andre Roberson to the Nets. I'm not saying I called it, but you know I I pretty much we did talk that. about this earlier. I, yeah. I, I literally said the Nets should go for a guy like Andre. Andre Roberson, and guess what? They signed him to provide defense, and that's all they need him to do, right? Yeah, all the people on the internet fantastic. were like, "Oh, he can't shoot." It's like it doesn't matter. That's He's not going to be shooting. That's He's not going to be that's shooting. That's why that makes it a great tr trade because they can say Andre Roberson, we want you to take exactly zero shots, just play and defense, guard their, their best player, just play yeah. defense on their best player, and let the other three score all the points. That's an well, ideal situation. Well, and the other thing is now you can stagger minutes more effectively. So let's say because you don't want to ruffle any feathers, you want to start Harden and Kyrie together, right? Mm -hmm. Fine. So you can start them together for 10 minutes, pull one of them out, okay, and play Roberson next to the other one for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Then you pull the other one out and put the first one back in and play Roberson next to the other one for 10 minutes. And boom, there you have 30 minutes of not being a defensive liability because – you. The other guy, one of the other two guys, are so good offensively that by themselves they can still carry the load. And you have Roberson kind of shielding them a little bit. And now you don't have to hide two players on defense. You only have to hide one player on defense, mm -hmm. which is a lot easier to do. Yeah, yeah. Next we have the battle of the first two NBA picks, 2019. Zion versus Ja, former teammates. New Orleans actually blew out Memphis, which I was kind of surprised by you know i think memphis is the better team right now uh they they beat them they they beat the pants off them 144 to 113 zion at 31 7 and 6 jod 21 7 and 8 uh both played well both teams still stink um yeah but i feel a lot better about the memphis future though. yeah i mean memphis has a more just easier to build on a guard well and they also just they, they have a good young framework right they have jaron jackson john morant desmond bain brandon clark you know they have they have a good young core and they actually have like a direction, so and yeah. I also feel better about that franchise than the Pelicans. True, uh, ownership is a lot better. Yeah, plus they just have like you know previous success. Um, Nets Nets have a huge comeback win in Phoenix. They were down twenty four, came back and won. Harden had thirty eight. I think Phoenix is only lost in the last eight, which is wild. Yeah, I mean they had a wild light, wild <laughs> game last night where uh, what. Chris Paul had 19 assists, and they yeah, they, they outscored the Pelicans like 41 to 12 in the fourth quarter. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, if you're the Pelicans, I mean that's that's tough. That's 12 tough. points in 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 10 minutes. That's terrible. <laughs> that's that's really terrible. That's really bad. Uh, but anyway, Nets came back from down 24 at the Suns. Harden had 38, 7, and 11 that game. Another big game. The Nets are definitely rolling right now. I mean, they're red hot. They've won a bunch of games. Um, they beat the Lakers the other night, 109-98, which I think that says a little something because uh, their defense held someone to under 100 points for you know for a game. Even and if yeah, it was an AD less. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even without Anthony Davis, I mean, that's still hard to do against the, the Lakers. But, I mean, that's encouraging if you're a Nets fan, right? That, oh, maybe they can play defense if they really want to. Uh, I mean, the Nets, the Nets are... With their current performance, are easily top two team in the NBA right now. Easily a top two team. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think to saying? give them credit, I think that the whole like Kyrie being like, "Hey, I'm just gonna play off ball," 
mm-hmm. right? And and let Harden be the facilitator. So far, it's holding. Again, personality wise, we're gonna have to see. But so far, it's 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 actually looked pretty good, honestly. Yeah. Like they move the ball better than I would have expected with the players on that team. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I'm I'm gonna be the first to give credit. Like they they look decent, especially because some of the other teams, the top teams in the East, are, are slipping a little bit right now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, just because of missing players and other stuff, like the Celtics and the and the Pel- and the Pacers, sorry, mm-hmm. have and the slipped Bucks a little too. bit. Uh, we'll talk yeah. about them in a minute because I got a lot to say. Um, let's talk about another guy that I mentioned earlier that was possibly a snub from the starters in the in the Western Conference. Damian Lillard has been putting on putting in work uh, oh, over yeah. the last week, and that's without. Yusuf Nurkic and CJ McCollum. He had 43 and 16 against the Pelicans uh, just a couple days ago. But before that game, before that game, they were on they're on a six game win streak without McCollum and Nurkic. Right? McCollum's three games leading up to that: 34, 31, 43 points. Shot around 50 percent from the field in all three games. There's one where he was two of them were just under. Uh, I mean, double-digit assists in each of those games. I mean, he's he always has like a stretch like this. I feel like uh, every season where he just goes nuclear. For I'm gonna ask you a, a hard week question. Or two. Yeah, what, what what is it? Is 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 Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum, John Wall, Bradley Beal part two? No. Where it's like it looks no. great, then no. this is the best they can no. get. Okay, give me your defense. I, 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 it's gonna be hard to put into words, but here's the thing: with John Wall, Bradley Beal. You knew there was a on the court. There was a struggle of hmm, John Wall, not offensively. He's not. He's a one-trick pony, right? Drive yeah. to the hoop, fast break, that type yeah. of thing. Bradley Beal was very quickly coming into his own, and people are starting to realize, oh, maybe Bradley Beal's the better player, right? And you could tell there was a little bit of like friction. Yeah, not friction, but just like there was. An unsureness, I feel like, about mm-hmm. the two of them. With CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard, like they both are such great shooters, right? Damian Lillard's not the passer that uh that John Wall was, I feel like, but he still no. can pass clearly, right? He he yeah. puts up big assists. And a lot of that's you know pick and roll type things and stuff like that. But still, CJ McCollum, I feel like, is a more true off ball player than Bradley Beal. He's and, more of like the sit in the corner and just jack. Yeah, and, and come around screens <laughs> to the top to the top of the key and and shoot threes. But the thing is, I feel like it's the case every year. The problem with the the Trailblazers is they never get consistent big man play, right? You you look at Nurkic. If Nurkic is he's healthy, always hurt. Yeah, yeah, if he is healthy for a full season and full playoffs, he is he is an underrated center in, no, he's in very the NBA good. because he's he very he's very good. He's so physical. He's so defensively big, a monster. He's, he's very good defensively and he's very good offensively, right? But the thing is, he is rarely healthy. Rarely. And that's their biggest problem because now they have they don't they don't have like they've got Gary Trent Jr. playing like shooting guard small forward off the bench and he's been great for them right and that was their issue in the past they didn't really have any good forwards well it was that team when they had Al Farouk Aminu yeah they had like guys like Al Farouk Aminu and like Mo Harkless playing like small forward which just didn't do they're not starters in the NBA it it didn't do the trick they were good off the bench but like it just wasn't it just was not the answer but they have Melo off the bench now too. So and he's proven to be very good. The thing is, they they've got two big men that are always injured, right? Zach Collins and we Bruce have Cantor now too. Yeah, Cantor, you know who is a bench center. We know that now. Yeah, and, and that's the problem with with the Trailblazers. They just never can get consistent big man play because of injury, and I think that's what holds them back. I don't think the issue is CJ Dane because they they are routinely routinely putting up numbers. Yeah. And usually for them, lose. it's going to be a matter of making the cap work around those two guys to get some help for them, right? Yeah. Which which means young guys. Would, which yeah. means young guys are underrated guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? No. What, the Trailblazers are one of those teams in the league where I just think I think they're actually very well built. Right? It's just they're, they're just can, unlucky. They, they are they are really unlucky when it comes to injuries, especially. Dude, trade for Andre Drummond? Question mark? Question? I mean, it might not be the worst. Could, thing, but I just could be lit. They, I don't. No, know they don't have the money for it. But well, and I also don't know what they would give up. Right. Yeah. Um, Give up Rodney Hood and Harry Giles. Dude. Another hilarious thing. This this, this yeah. made me laugh uh, last week. Levine versus oh, yeah. Josh this Jackson. Is, this Who do you dumb. have, man? That, uh, that's definitely an even. In a even fight or in a basketball no, I, game? I mean, the answer is the same. 
Well, yeah, that's also no, true. Uh, I mean, Zach Levine obviously got intentionally fouled by Josh Jackson. They I don't understand these scrubs talking trash to I don't people. understand if you're Josh Jackson. I don't under. I guess it's because Levine's cooking you all night. Maybe you're just mad, but... Didn't he drop Josh like 40 in that game? <laughs> Josh Jackson is... How, how far the mighty have fallen, right? He was the number one recruit in his high school class. And he plays for the Pistons now. Is well... Aside of that, but like he's also just a bad NBA player. Yeah, I mean Levine had thirty-seven in that game, and the Bulls came back from twenty-five down. So I guess I understand why Josh Jackson's mad, but I mean it's just mm-hmm. not. It's just not a good look. It's just not. No. Jeremy Grant had forty-three, his career high in that game. He's still having a great season. He'll be an All-Star, which you know deservedly so. Uh, we talked about the Nets beating the Lakers. Uh, LeBron passed thirty-five K points in that game, third on the list. I mean he's gonna catch. He's gonna catch. Wilt and uh, or not not Wilt, sorry, Kareem and um, oh my God, why am I blanking? Anyway, Kareem and Hakeem. Yeah. Oh, no, it's Malone, isn't it? It's Malone, isn't it? It's called. Yeah. Oh my God, I just. Saw why are we being stupid? I just. Saw I think it's 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 Carl Malone. It's definitely. Regardless, he's third on the list. He will yeah. catch up. I mean, it's only like three k three k points, which. LeBron's Which think about it, eighty-two games. Even if he averages twenty points a season, twenty points a game, that's sixteen hundred points. So he needs literally like two more seasons. Um. <laughs> all right, here we go. Let's talk about the Bucks because they are they five-game losing streak. They just got blown out by the Raptors, who we've already discussed. Are hey, they're getting a lot better though. The Raptors are back I where mean, I expected them to be. They're rounding into form, but I still don't think they. I still think if they're going to make the playoffs, they're going to be an eight seed or seven seed, right? They're going to be just barely in because pe- teams like the Heat are slowly 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 playing better the hawks i think will play better etc etc but the bucks were on a five game losing streak they got blown up by the raptors and here's i I got a bold take for you right now Mm -hmm. Giannis, at this current moment in time is not a top 10 player in the nba uh yeah that's i'm not gonna agree with that at this moment, top Giannis, ten. There are, there are. I can think of ten players I'd rather have right now than Giannis. Uh he. Do he, I think he's overrated slightly? Yes. He, Would I go is, as far to say he's not a top ten player in the NBA? No. I just think right now, he is, he is a one trick pony. He is a one trick pony. Maybe yeah okay, but first of all, he's like a defensive player of the year every year. I know. Second of all, I know he's a great defender, but I just he is so predictable. But he's on he's offense. not inefficient though. I, I I don't care. He's so predictable on offense, right? If he doesn't he doesn't make anyone afraid of him shooting beyond you know the mid a mid range, that you know you can live with him scoring thirty points a game if you know he's not shooting okay. threes. That's fine. Okay, but. Would you consider when Blake Griffin was in his prime, right, on those Clippers teams with Chris Paul, which he was definitely a top 10 player in the NBA. Blake Griffin was, right? And I mean, is Giannis not just that version of Blake Griffin, but better defensively? I mean, Blake Griffin isn't an elite shooter and never was. He's an okay facilitator, just like Giannis is. And he's not defensively what Giannis is. So I think the difference is that one of those guys had Chris Paul playing with him. I I don't know. I I just think... The way he is playing right now, you look at players across the league, and I just think there are people that are doing more for their team than, than Giannis is right now. I, 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 100% honest. Yeah, I, I do think he's slightly overrated, but I think it's also a matter of, again, this goes back to the whole Zion thing with everybody trying to be LeBron. Um, he shouldn't be the primary ball handler for that team, right? And he is, which is... I, I don't understand why. I don't understand. Like, you got Drew Holiday, right? I don't understand why they don't just park him out on the wing and say, okay, play small forward. Like, even KD, right, who's very, very skilled, is not the primary ball handler for that team. I just think that they're not using him in the right way. Because, I mean, it's not that he's, like, inefficient, right? I mean, he's shooting, like, 55% from the floor. He's shooting the same percentage as Russell Westbrook from three, which is... I don't know who that says I mean, more he's about. Yeah, 28, 12, and 6, right? So his stats look great. A, a steal and a half and a block and a half per game. And he's shooting well from the field. But his three-point percentage is so bad. But similar to a Zion, his, his stats, some games just kind of are, are a little empty calorie because they're not winning games. He's not taking over, 
right? And it's just like, he, he leaves a little to be desired, and it's mostly from the shooting category. Yeah. I don't know. I just think right now he is, he's very quiet, and I think, uh, if you're a player of his reputation, I, I just, I just expect a little bit more from him. Yeah, I just, I just don't under, like, for me, it's also play him at power forward, right? And just get shooters around him. Because, I mean... Yeah, but they have no money. Yeah, I know. And, <laughs> I know. Because the thing is, aside of Chris Middleton, I'm not trying to be, like, offensive to the rest of the guys on the Bucks roster, but aside of Chris Middleton, like, Drew Holiday's having an okay season, but, like, none of the other guys are really, like, doing even anything, mm-hmm. right? And it's just... He's not, here's the thing, as much as he was like compared to, he's not LeBron, he cannot, there is no other, there's one other guy who can really carry a team by himself, and that's Durant, Um, Mm -hmm. but there's, he can't carry the team by himself, because he's not enough of a threat from distance, and he's not a good enough ball handler, you know, to, to do that, even, even Jokic, right, who's, we would say is probably the next guy on that list of like, can carry a team by himself, Mm -hmm. right, and even still, sometimes, like, he does need Jamal Murray to go, you know, and get 30, you know what I mean? Or 50, as mm-hmm. Jamal Murray got, like, a couple of nights ago. And now, Jokic can go and get 52 whenever he wants. But the thing is, like, it's just so hard. And, and I would say even Doncic, uh, not Doncic, I would say Jokic's probably even a better ball handler than Giannis. I just think that Giannis is trying too hard to do everything. too much of everything, and it's not, yeah, it's just not. Yeah, they do have no money, though. That is a, that is a tough They're, they're kind of handcuffed right now um yeah. another eastern conference team uh, my team is not doing well the heat the heat bam and jimmy butler both had triple doubles the other day in the same game which is yeah, i don't understand how they're still this bad yeah again i mean they're slowly turning it around but they're they still the they Wizards. should not they should not be this bad no i think it's also i was surprised none of their three good players are averaging 20 points a game that is not appropriate in today's <laughs> nba yeah that's pretty that's pretty bad right i mean okay last let's look at their last game against the kings yeah jimmy butler had a triple double but 13, he had 13, 13 points yeah, exactly and like, 16 12 and 10 i mean they're moving the ball around i mean good for them but I mean, Tyler Hero. Their leading score was Hero off the bench. Yeah, right? he had 27, and then Duncan Robinson at 20. So they're clearly kicking it to their shooters. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised that they switched Hero and Kendrick Nunn in the starting lineup. I mean, I think it kind of makes sense. Yeah, you want a guy Nunn's who's a little a bit more of a slasher, but yeah. also Nunn's a better, you know, a ball handler. Hero's yeah. not. Um, yeah. Let's move on. Uh, Jamal Murray. Okay, let's well. let's go to let's, let's talk about last night's game because there were some uh, there were some. Just Jamal Murray went new. There were some yeah. bonkers numbers in the NBA last night. Jamal Murray had 50 points against the Cavs, and he shot 80 percent from the field and from three point. Yeah, he didn't take a free throw, and he only missed four shots. And Jokic had Jokic had a triple double. So, uh, poor Cavs. Dude, those two guys are just cooking. Yeah, the Cavs. By the way, <laughs> just, one just is nine punch, in their last ten. Punching bag. Punching bag. Hey, hey. Uh, you know maybe. Sitting Andre Drummond to uh, transition to your to your new center, maybe not the best move. Yeah, Jokic was just licking his lips, dude. He was like, "Oh, dude, I get this like third year center to play with." Well, yeah, and I, I, you know, Jared Allen's like fifty pounds lighter than than Andre Drummond. Yeah. So, I mean, as good a defender as Jared Allen is, I mean, it's, it's still a mismatch. Um, another big game last night from Nikola Vukovic, which we talked about last time. Yes. That dude gets sneakily, so slept on. Sneakily having a fantastic year, and if you're a playoff team, you should find a way to trade for him because... Dude, Blazers trade for Nikola Vukovic? Question I mean, mark, question mark. I mean, he's not good enough. Honestly, that would be... He, yeah, but that would be lit. Yeah, play I mean, him at power forward. Play him at power forward with uh, with Nurkic at center. That would maybe, actually be maybe, wild. Maybe, maybe your Celtics make a trade for him since... You know, True. Your, True. Uh, your your Tristan Thompson experiment is not is not working out. Turning yeah. out to be uh, well, it's, it's the Celtics is we're having the the problem now of we have quote unquote depth, but at the end of the day, do we really? Right, and I think it's like we have a bunch of guys off the bench that you're like, oh, those are nice players. But, but you, you don't have a lot of guys really. off the bench that you're like, oh, I'm very happy that this guy is coming <laughs> off the bench. <laughs> yeah, 
Fukovic had 13, the 30, 16, and 10 against the Warriors last night. That's actually Again, insane. Like, he's such a monster. He's, he's so efficient. He shoots well from everywhere, and he puts up really good stats. Yeah, like, just to, to, to highlight that again, in our victory over the Hawks, uh, our bench combined for 20 points. <laughs> 20. Nah. Nah. <laughs> and the team scored 120. <laughs> Kemba and Brown and Tatum each pretty much outscored the bench by themselves. Celtics have had a bit of a rough patch. They're, yeah, they're, we have. They're around 500, which, yeah, they, which really, is, they should not be. We're, should no, not. we should not be. Um, let's move on to another big man in the Eastern Conference. Abid obviously had the yeah. the big night last night that, that everybody's talking about. I mean, he right now is is the clear and away MVP. Uh, yeah. Front runner, I'd say. I, I don't think it's really close right now. Again, Nicole is going to have to carry his team to first in the West to have which, a chance. Uh, yeah, which is that's difficult. not happening. So, I, yeah. I mean, Nicole Jokic, or Vukovic is not going to... He's not Vukovic. Jokic. Okay, okay. Yeah, I just want to make sure. No, 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 no. We're clear on that. No, 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 Yes, he's having a great season, but he's not MVP conversation. No, it's between Jokic and and Embiid and maybe LeBron. Embiid's team is doing better, so he will get the nod. Yeah. I mean, he had 50, 17, 5, and 4 blocks last night. That's actually so dumb. And they won. He's carrying, I mean, he is carrying that team. He is carrying that team. Because the Sixers, apart from him, are very... I don't want to say they're bad, but they're, no, they're they're bad. nothing really jumps out in you besides Embiid on that team. I mean, Tobias Harris is playing really well this year. Um, Dude, you're not a fan of Ben Simmons, bro? No. No. No, I'm not. Uh, um, Embiid, only player besides Wilt Chamberlain to have 50, 15, and 5 in a game. Wilt did that four times. But um, It's actually so nuts, dude. He's actually such a monster. Yeah, I mean, he's he is the MVP. Averaging, he's averaging 31 and 11 rebounds, shooting 55% from the field and 40% from three. Now, granted, on very limited volume from three, but still. I mean, 40% from three is 40% from three, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, let's talk about let's talk about the All Star game. Let's talk because about All Star stuff. Because that was also announced this week, and uh, there's plenty to talk about there. We've already kind of highlighted. A little bit of the, uh, you know, the the all star starters already in this episode, but we'll, we'll just go through it really quick. So for the West, starters are Luka Doncic, Steph Curry, LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, Kawhi Leonard. I don't I think have anyone, no issue with this. I don't think this anyone. Correct. I don't think anyone's going to argue about the starters, right? Same with the yeah. East, even the East: Kyrie, yeah. Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, Giannis, and Joel Embiid. You can make a case for Kyrie not being a starter. But, but I mean, he is having a sick season, so I can't time, even be mad. <laughs> exactly. It's one of those things where there's no egregious case where, like, somebody was voted in and it was like, okay, well, that's just either name brand or, or you know, a ridiculous fan base is doing, right? There's none of that mm-hmm. this year. I feel like everybody that's a starter is like, yeah, okay, they are a starter. Like, their stats, it, it makes sense. That's fair. Now, I will say there are people, it's unfortunate because there are people that also deserve to be starters that don't have the name name recognition as mm-hmm. big as like a guy like Steph Curry or Kyrie Irving or, you know, Luka Doncic. Like we talked about, Donovan Mitchell, Damian Lillard are having monster seasons. They should probably have. They're gotten. the next two on the list. By the yeah, way, I mean, they, they will <laughs> easily make the all-star game. But I'm just saying, it's it, they're in a tough spot because they are probably deserving of a starting position and they are not I mean they're yeah. not gonna get it. Not in a couple of years especially too, because LeBron, Steph, Kawhi, and Luca are not going anywhere. And Jokic isn't yeah. going where anywhere either. I mean so so that part stinks. Um Dude Damian Lillard but, needs to come to the East. My man would be starting every season. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Bradley Beal was what leading vote getter in the East, which finally we get him in an all star game. I mean he had been snubbed for so many years and mm-hmm. finally he gets the all star game. I mean, well, he finished number one in the fan rank, the player rank, and the media rank. So yeah, I think everyone felt bad for him. So it's just like, but he's like, bro, we got to give you something. Please get this guy in there. Um, five international players into the All Star game, which breaks the record from last yeah. year. Giannis, 
well, five starters out of the ten, right? Yeah, Giannis, Jokic, Luka, Embiid, and I guess they're counting Kyrie. Yeah, because he's Australian, I guess. He was born in Australia. So that's, that just I mean, shows that's, you, right? Like, that's I, I know the whole narrative is like, oh, these Euro guys end up as busts, and it's like they no. also end up as All Star starters. Yeah, I mean, half <laughs> the All Star starters are international players, right? And if you had a, if you had a team of those five on one team, I mean, that would be an absolute. They might win. <laughs> yeah, that, that, honestly, they probably would win. They'd have too many big men. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> they'd have they'd have way too many big men. Uh, I think that, honestly, though, this is one of the few times where I'm like, I'm not really mad about this. No, like, I'm, we'll see what happens when the bench gets released, because that's where, always where it gets dicey. Always where the controversy, because, that's because where, it's always some guy who doesn't make well, the but, game at all, and it's like... <laughs> well, but the, there's always guys, like, the starters you pretty much know, right? Yeah, Those you can't usually, snub one of the five best players in the league. Like. Yes, yes. And the five best players in the or in each conference don't don't really change too often. But the part in the bench that gets tough is that you know you get people that just load up votes for like your, their team. Zaza Pachulia, dude. Yeah, or like people get votes because they're the best player on their team, but their team's not good. See like Zion Williamson, you yeah. know. And then you get players that are deserving that don't have you know a big name like a guy like Julius Randle, who's having an incredible season. That, you know, they're probably going to be, like, the second to third last guy in votes off the bench. And they'll make the All-Star game. But it's like, no, no, they should they should be getting more votes just because they, they deserve yeah. it. And, you know, they like, should get for the me, Julius Randle should be above Butler and Adebayo for sure. Right? I mean, I'm looking at, I have the, the official rankings right now. I mean, these aren't the ending rankings because, obviously, the reserves hasn't been announced. Mm-hmm. So, Western Conference front court behind the two starters, it, uh, behind the three starters. Sorry, it then goes AD, Paul George, Zion, Brandon and, Ingram, Wood, Gobert, and Cam- Carmelo. And it's like, I love Carmelo, but are we really saying that there's no better front all- court yeah, player? Yeah, better, really, like he doesn't even start. Like, and like, yeah, he's having a good year, but I mean, he's still, you know, he's off the bench, and I just, yeah, I don't think he averages. I don't think he averages twenty points a game, no, right? Like, no, I don't know. I, I think they need to. We've talked about this, but they need to revisit how to vote in the all-star game because it is sometimes it is like what's also in in the current position and this is going to be like a really bad argument but i don't care in the current positionless basketball like argument i get it we have to have like a big man right so we don't look like completely ridiculous that's fine but like are we really going to say that we couldn't count Doncic as like a point a forward. Well, a point forward just so that we can not have Kawhi in and then have Damian Lillard in, mm-hmm. right? Because I think if you were going to bump one guy from the starting lineup, it would probably be Kawhi and you which put in Damian Lillard. But well, yeah, which is purely based on stats. We're going purely based on stats. Which is an insane sentence, right? Obviously, like, Kawhi Leonard is a better player than Damian Lillard, like, no question. But just for this season, it's like, oh, you want to get Damian Lillard in there, so, like, maybe don't have Kawhi and then you have Doncic play kind of three, which is like. Who even knows what position these guys... Like, LeBron James is in the front court, and he plays point guard for the Lakers. So, like, who are we to say what people's positions are, right? I mean, same thing. Giannis is listed as a as a front court player, and it's like, well, he plays point guard. So, like, who are we to say what guys' positions are, right? Mm-hmm. One thing I do like that they're doing with the All-Star game this year is they're, they're condensing it all into one night, right? Including yeah, which all is the way skills better. challenge. They're going to do the dunk contest at halftime, which is a great idea. That's actually sick, yeah. So that means none of the all-star players can be in the dunk contest, I assume, which also is interesting, right? Because then you get guys that well, why maybe... couldn't they, right? I mean, they could just do it in halftime. Yeah, but I, mean, I don't think they're going to want players to do that. No. My, my guess is they probably won't want to do that um, purely just because of... Dude, Anthony Edwards of... already put in his application for the dunk contest. Yeah, yeah he did it last night. So um, I, I'm trying to think, who, who do I want to see in the dunk contest? Hamido Diallo. Yeah, I mean, he was in there a couple years ago. He was yeah. fine. I mean, but I think fine. Anthony Edwards should be in there. L- Speaking of dunkers, Levine should be. I mean, he should be one of the first guys in the East Conference off on the bench because he yeah. his numbers this year are absolutely insane. Yeah. Like honestly, you could have made the argument that, Levine, that him over Kyrie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you could have made that ar- argument. The thing is, they wanted a point guard, which that. is like, eh. no, I would have accepted that. But. We'll see. I mean, hey, dude, Fred Van Vliet's gonna be an All Star. How do you feel about that? Nah. See, now that there, uh, hmm. you know who's not an All Star? This is this is why I'm against the whole like we have positions because like the West at front court beyond like the first five guys is kind of weak. So like Carmelo Anthony gets into the All Star game and De'Aaron Fox doesn't. It's like, am I really okay with that? Like, no, I'm kind of not. 
I'm kind of not okay with that mm-hmm. because De'Aaron Fox is just better, yeah. right? It's the same thing. It's like, oh, we're putting Fred Van Vliet in the All-Star game, right? Because the Eastern Conference at guard is kind of eh. And it's like, there's other guys who you'd be like, oh, well. Yeah. That's the other thing. It's like, why do we have conference Here's, You know right? what's wild? It, it, I'm just looking at the votes and stuff like that. Luka Doncic had the second fan rank, third player rank, third media rank. And Damian Lillard had, had third fan rank, two player rank and two media rank, and they had the exact same weighted score for the All-Star game. Yeah. That's, see, that that's the part that's tough for me, is like... Yeah. The the player in the media should have the higher weighted, I feel like. I, I, know I mean, the players, the I know players that, are hella biased. The media should have the highest rank, because they actually know what they're talking about. Yeah, and, well, and that's just also just like... Uh, the tiebreaker, because, I know, is the fan rank, but see, yeah. that's when it gets dicey for me. Well, the, the players also, I think, like... And, and this I, is, I'm not trying to be mean to the NBA players, but this is the whole thing that like Curry was having a problem with was years. It's like the players don't like guys who succeed off of not athleticism because they <laughs> view it as all like, oh, that's not like natural talent or whatever. And I understand it, right? Especially like a lot of those guys are very athletic and they don't like somebody like Curry coming in and smoking them. But for a while, like Curry was getting, not now, everybody know, now knows Curry's amazing. But like for a while, Curry was getting trashed in the player rank because... <laughs> Everybody was like, oh, we don't like Curry, you know? And it's the same thing, you know, with some guys now like Luca. And it's like, like, CJ McCollum is 14th in the player ranking. Like, I'm sorry, who? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Who, who, who are the 13 other guys who you put ahead of CJ McCollum at backcourt in the West, right? Yeah. This is the, this yeah. is the, the, the problem. Like, well, and the other issue I have is, um, like, I'm going to say something maybe controversial here, but I don't think Jimmy Butler should even be on this list. No. Because he missed, I mean, he missed two weeks with COVID, and un- since then he's put up fine numbers, but I don't think it's worthy of an all-star spot. Bam Adebayo, I could, I could see in there. I mean, he's actually put up numbers all season, but I don't think he should be, yeah, like, top but six. Like, l- listen to this, right? So Jimmy Butler got the fifth fan rank. That's Miami fans. He got the sixth player rank for some unbeknown reason. Just because, you know, he's an athletic guy who tries hard. And the media rank of seven. Gordon Hayward got the ninth fan rank because who cares about the Hornets? He got the 15th player rank. 15th! And he got the seventh media rank. So he got the same media rank as Adebayo and Butler, which is probably reasonable. And then he got the 15th player rank and the ninth fan rank. Mm. What? Yeah, that's... This just shows, honestly... And you know what's surprising to me? This is why, like, as much as we bang on the media, for the most part, they know better. Honestly, the coaches should get a vote. Because well, they're the most also, impartial. Give also, the coaches a vote and the, the GMs. Also, the media, like, if you think about the media, like, their their job is to be unbiased, right? And 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 to see things right from a third person, right? They don't... Tech, some writers obviously do, right? Like a team writer or a writer in a certain city, right? But Skip for the most part, like, ESPN writers are... This is just an example. ESPN writers write from a neutral perspective. Yeah. So well, they don't want to... Because if they appear biased, their credibility goes down. Exactly. So. so that's why I'm saying, like, the media rank is probably the most accurate. And like you said, the coaches one also accurate. But, I mean, you look at... Like, a Ben Simmons is 11th fan rank, 6th in the player rank. Yeah. That, again, that's because like, the players I'm sorry. Pride, pride stuff like that. Like Which that, is ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't like the player rankings because they're like, oh, this dude, because they, they, they're like, oh, this dude has actual like natural talent as opposed to just like, oh, acquired skill. And it's like, shut up, stop, it's dumb, <laughs> right? I mean, it's, it's, it's dumb. It's, it's the same reason. Yeah. I mean, Ben Simmons, dude, like sixth in the player rank and, 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 you know, and Trey Young is eleven. Like, as much as I bang on Trey Young, that's dumb. I can't believe I'm on air defending Trey Young. You know, that's a, that's a really wild sentence. But, no. And, and this is to show you how dumb the player rank is, right? So we have one, two, three, three, five. Okay, guys who got number eight and nine and ten in the player rankings didn't even make the list because the other two groups were like yeah this is so stupid we're not even going to honor it with an opinion 
Versus if you look at the media rank, all the guys in the media rank top 10 made it because, you know, they're the ones who actually know basketball, right? I mean... That is hysterical. Yeah, look at, look at, look at this. 1, 2, 3, 3, 5, 11, 12, 6, 7, 13. That's the player ranking right there. So where was 8, 9, and 10? <laughs> God, all-star voting is also just, it doesn't matter, right? I mean, it's kind of like the Pro Bowl and that it doesn't really matter if you're an all-star or not. Like, yeah. the all-NBA teams are what matter, right? Because the all-star game in the Pro Bowl, the fact that it has people who don't know what they're doing voting is kind of silly. Yeah, and and the, I, they're keeping the same format as they have, have, been, have been using the last... With the captains? Oh, I'm so well, down with I see, that, I, See, here's the thing. I do like that the NBA actively tries to change the all-star game, unlike, you know, like the NFL, because the Pro Bowl's all... Pro Bowl sucks. We all know that. Pro Bowl's terrible. But... The NBA has gotten it right the last couple of years, right? They started with the captains and then drafting the cheat teams, right? Because it's actually competitive. Well, because then it's, then it's mixed, right? It's not East versus West. It's like it's LeBron. This year it's LeBron, KD are the captains, right? And then it's a combination of East-West players on both teams, right? With the five starters being set, they're the ones that get picked first. But I do like that. And then with the new rules that they had last year, which ended up being a great game, they're doing that again this year, right? And... All of a sudden, the All-Star game is like, oh, that's going to be actually an incredible game. Well, that... People try, finally, right? Yes, which is the whole goal of it all. And Because I mean, remember, I'm... like, three years ago when we had that All-Star game that was, like, 200 to 196, and we were like, this is the stupidest thing ever. Like, this is well, so dumb. It becomes just, like, a three-point shooting contest and a dunk show, which is also, that's fun, but it's also just, it's not as like, We want to see exciting, an actual game. We right? have the dunk contest which, and the three-point shooting contest. last year, we got a great game, and they're using that same format this year, so I'm excited. And then... Of course. Also, gonna... it's like dudes get slighted because they're like, "Who got picked last?" You know what I mean? Oh, like, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and you I know, love that. I mean, everyone was like, "All right, let's hammer Damian Lillard for All Star MVP this year because he got the All Star starter snub." And Damian Lillard, you know, is always goes off whenever he gets slighted. Um, so, I mean, that's probably a good bet. That draft, the draft for the All Star game is Thursday, March fourth, and then the game it's itself. Must see TV. The game itself is the. Seventh, I believe. Also, I'm here for the LeBron KD on air smack talk when yeah. they're picking the teams. They, I mean, I'm sure they will mic people up, but I hope they do because that's always well. Strange. They did when it was LeBron and Giannis, and it was pretty funny, even though Giannis at that point didn't speak a whole lot of English. But you know, <laughs> anyway. with KD and LeBron, it's going to be fantastic. We'll, we'll talk about the all still game. waiting on that unreleased rap album from the two of them. Yeah, but, you know. I don't need that, so <laughs> I that, need that, that. Can, that can stay, <laughs> that can stay unreleased. Yeah. <laughs> my life will we will be just fine if that stays in the in the closet. 